I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, and joining me, as always, my co-host contributor at Mavs.com, the quarantine ling. One more thing, King. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Well, just continue rolling on in the quarantine life right now. Uh, still, I actually left my house today to go get some food. You know, back when we, we had normal life, and if a lot Seriously, of you live bit, if you a lot of you live uh, busy lives, you were sometimes you get tired of eating out, you know, and it's like, dang, like I've just ate out too much this week. You're like four days in a row. You went yeah. through drive throughs like different stuff. You spent money, especially in I'm, college. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so I'm the exact opposite now. And I'm just, I'm burnout on eating out at home. Like I fix steak and <laughs> you just said potatoes. eating out at home. Oh, okay. Oh gosh. I'm burnout hey, maybe, at, at phrasing at home and <laughs> phrasing. <laughs> Are we going to restart the spot now? <laughs> if I could stop crying. And the Locked On Mavericks podcast never recovered after, after that. And that's all, folks. So it's been real. Um, <laughs> what are we? This is day eight. We. <laughs> I'm just going to go find a crowded oh beach gosh. now. Um, uh, somebody clipped that. Oh, we're not live today. We were live yesterday, and we'll be alive, We'll be live again tomorrow. So That's true. That's true. Um but yeah, I don't even know what I was gonna say now. So I'm just burning out from cooking you're, you're, at home. You're burning out from eating, eating in, right? Not eating yes. out. Yes. Eating out, you're okay with. At Chick Fil A. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys could see Isaac's face right raising now. Raising canes. <laughs> oh, I miss like raising that. canes. I I will say my son is you know he's like one and a half. He's in preschool. And we had virtual preschool today. Oh, didn't know, I even know that was possible. But it was like twenty minutes of all these one-year-olds on a webcam looking at each other, and be like ah 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 ah, and just like making noises and stuff <laughs> at each other and trying to talk. And it was adorable, but yeah, not, it was just it was not funny productive. at the same time. It it was funny. It was cute. I guess. <laughs> on the pod today, Isaac and I are going to be going through our awards. If the season ended today, we're going through the normal, you know, single player awards that we've talked about. But we're also getting into first team, second team, third team, all NBA, all defense, and all rookie as well. Because I feel like we've talked a lot about the the actual single player awards, but we haven't really gotten into the team style awards. So we'll get into that. And like we said, if you're listening to this actually on Thursday, we're going to be live tonight, 8 p.m. Central Time. We had a really good stream yesterday, um, Tuesday night. So everybody, thank you so much for joining us on Hot Mike when we did the Game Pod. It was super fun. We got a little bit overshadowed at the end because Luca and Jalen Brunson went live on um, uh, Caffeine. It's like a Twitch type app. And so they went live playing FIFA. And so people <laughs> people jump ship after that. But it was a good stopping Understandable. Point. We we get it, guys. We I get almost it. jumped ship on Nick to yeah. go to that anyway. He texted me in the middle like, hey, uh, we need to I want to go I want to go watch them play FIFA. But it was a super awesome stream. Uh we we're up to three hundred and fourteen followers on Hot Mike. We're sixteenth on the whole app. So let's get locked on maps up higher on that. Uh this is just like Himalaya, right? We'll get <laughs> We'll take you know the number one spot basically. Hopefully we'll get there eventually. So, but we're gonna do a live mailbag tonight on 
you know, uh, hot mics so you can join. There's a link in the description of this podcast. Use the code Nick Van Exit. Follow Nick Van Exit. Live mailbags. So we need you guys. We need you guys to actually ask questions because we're not taking them on Twitter. We're not taking them on, you know, uh, you know the iTunes reviews or anything like that right now. We're taking them just on hot mics. So you have to be there, be live, uh, and get to see a live lockdown maps. So uh, everybody that joined, basically, yesterday we did. Uh, 30 minutes, which was the the actual podcast you heard yesterday, and then we basically did another hour of GamePod after that, which was pretty fun, I thought. Uh, everybody that was joining in had some fun, so uh, if you guys need something to watch, come watch us on Hot Mike, and we will do a live mailbag tonight, 8 p.m. Central Time, Thursday, March the 19th. All right, let's get into these awards, Isaac. Since there wasn't a lot of news today, MVP, we've talked about so much, it's Giannis. Uh, I don't think that anything changed in oh, the time I, that we've I'm taken glad. I'm glad that you're admitting that. I have never said that he wasn't. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You haven't. I have said that maybe LeBron is in the conversation, but I have not said that Giannis is not the MVP. Rookie of the year goes to John Morant. You know, Zion's played 19 games. There's just no way you can. <laughs> There's Somebody no will way. try to give it to him, though. It, this is not like the Joel Embiid, uh, Malcolm Brogdon thing, right? Like It's not even close. John Morant's so much better. So Will they hand out awards? If they call the season, man, I guess at some point they'd have to sanitize them first before they give them to somebody. But will it like forever have the asterisk? Are you at the point where you yes, watch? I'm there. Mo- movies or t- you're watching movies or TV that are old, and you see people crowded in groups, and you like cringe. You're like, oh, those people shouldn't be doing that, right? Yes, yeah, that more than people. <laughs> or they hand, seen- or they shake hands, right? <laughs> no, no, I think yeah, the in groups and stuff for sure. For sure. Especially if it's like, like I watched an old like Colbert clip where you see an audience and you're like, oh man, those people should not be all in the same room touching all those seats and stuff. But it was from like a week ago, two weeks ago. Well, we yeah. watched Outbreak on Netflix a few weeks ago. This like is a was few a weeks ago. And it's, it's a great movie and stuff, but we're just, we're just in like the sponge mode right now of trying to soak up the information. Uh, there is a difference right now between educating yourself and then just feeling like you're drowning in it. And what I've told, like, y'all know I work in a church and some other uh, young adult high school people that's kind of freaking out and stuff right now. I'm like, hey, educate yourselves. But if you, if you feel like you're drowning in this anxiety, fear, scare, you know, scared of all of this stuff, pull back, wade in the water a little bit and take a break from it. You might not need the news on 24-7 yeah. or on Twitter. Uh, you know, hit it in spurts. Make sure you're educated. But uh, anyway, this took a serious turn real quick. But Yeah, I was wondering where you're going with that. Things are changing fast. They're not changing that fast. You can step away. We did that today. My wife and I needed, I started looking at the budget and I started looking at this next month and uh, we're going to be okay this next month and the month after that with, you know, no basketball and everything, things are going to get kind of weird for us. So, uh, man, I feel for all those people out there that are working in service industry, working at restaurants. Man, uh, I saw the old restaurant I worked at in Dallas that that has like a GoFundMe page um, for David Seafood and Grill. So because the, they're not open, <laughs> there are people that work there need that money. You know, basically it's their full time job. So, uh, man, I really feel for all those people and for all of our listeners out there. If, again, we say this all the time: if you need something, if you need um, you know some moral support, if you need a friend or somebody, DM us on Twitter. Let us know. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can be there for you in, in any way that we can. All right. Um, coming up, let's get into the rest of these awards. Six-man defensive player of the year, uh, most improved coach of the year, and then we'll get into the team-type awards. All right, Isaac, let's get into the rest of these awards. Six-man of the year, I think it's a three-man race, basically. Um, hmm. I think it's between two of the Clippers guys, obviously, uh, Montrezl Harrell and Lou Williams. 
And then Dennis Schroeder, I think, has a real good case to be sixth man of the year. And honestly, I think Dennis Schroeder's going to get it because I think the Ooh. two the two Clippers guys, I think, will cancel each other out. Because you can say in an MVP-type race that, oh, Anthony Davis will cancel out you know, LeBron or maybe an All-Star or something like that. But I think sure. it's in sixth man, I think it really will because these guys are so close, Montrez and Lou Williams. Um, so... That's my thought on this. But maybe it'll just go to whichever one gets the most first place between Montrez and Lou Williams. Yeah, I know. I feel like I still – I feel like every year I, I say the same thing now, and a lot of people say Lou Williams. But it is kind of crazy when you look at it because uh, both him and uh, Montrez both you know, average 18 points a game. And, you know, Lou shooting 36% from three. But obviously Montrez gives you defense, rebounds, and all that stuff. So I really do think they could uh, – kind of cancel each other out a bit but i still lean lou i don't know why but Schroeder definitely did and i feel like more people like lou and montrez compared to Schroeder. shooter's got a lot of hate over the past couple years yeah. just people thinking he's you know overpaid or overhyped whatever and and i i like that he's had a good season for okc he's been a really important part of their team coming off the bench if you've gotten to see you know watch a lot of okc games yeah i did this a little while ago it may have changed slightly since i did this but when i was on lockdown nba and i did this um okc has played 42 clutch games and dennis Schroeder has appeared in 39 of those clutch games and they're 27 and 12 um so he's there at, he's he's finishing games out for the thunder and uh montrez harrell and lou williams the clippers have played 28 clutch games and Montrez Harrell's finished out 27 of them, and Lou Williams has finished out 24 of them. And so, I mean, if you look at just that, I mean, the amount of clutch games that Dennis Schroeder's been a part of, he's playing in those crucial minutes. Uh, to me, I think that gives him a slight edge over the other guys. And he's he's .3 points away from being the leading scorer on the team. Yeah. SGA leads the team in scoring 19.3 points a game, and Schroeder's at 19 even. And a lot of times, like you said, they run this three-guard lineup of Chris Paul, Schroeder, SGA, uh, and these four sometimes. So, I, I, okay, you, you swayed me. Schroeder should get it. Yeah, or just give it to both the Clippers guys, right? Like the sixth and seventh men. <laughs> yeah. I think Schroeder should get it because I don't think OKC is going to get anything else. Right. Uh, I don't think Chris Paul is going to be an all-NBA guy. And oh, you don't? No, I don't. And oh I think God. I think they I think he needs to they need to be rewarded with something because yeah. nobody thought they would be where they're at. The three um other guys maybe you could consider is Derek Rose, Goran Dragic, and Jordan Clarkson. In that order, I think. Goran like Dragic, sixth man on a really good team. Derek Rose, you know, really high scorer on the Pistons and Jordan Clarkson, the Jazz. All right, defensive player of the year. It's one person. I think this goes to Anthony Davis. What? I'll say Giannis, hands down. You think Giannis, hands down, for yes, sure? no doubt. 100%. You don't think that Anthony Davis matters to the Lakers' defense more than Giannis matters to the Bucks' defense? No. With LeBron, LeBron doesn't play defense. Oh, okay. Now we're going to – I'm all here, all here for Lakers fans trying to pull this card now. And then in the same breath be like, hey, you know how good LeBron is still at defense when he tries? <laughs> You know how good he, he can be? But then it's like AD for defensive player of the year. LeBron's trash. You know how old he is? He can't play defense. <laughs> oh, man. That's I think this is Giannis hands that's, down. That's, uh, I knew exactly that's the way you'd respond to that sentence. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, this is going to trigger him so bad. <laughs> no, I think 
I think that Giannis has some. I think Giannis has better defenders on his team than Anthony Davis has on the Lakers. Right now, the Bucks are the number one defensive rating team, and the Lakers are number three. They're right up there. Uh, I did this on Lockdown NBA again, but the past winners for for um, Defensive Player of the Year. This is where their team ranked in def- in defensive rating. Gobert last year was number two with the Jazz. Gobert the year before, Jazz were number one. Draymond the year before that, Warriors were number two. Kawhi with the Spurs, he won it back-to-back years. They were number one and number three in defensive rating. Joakim Noah with the Bulls, they were number two. Marcus Gasol with the Grizzlies, they were number two. You have to go all the way back to Tyson Chandler with the Knicks, uh, and they were number five. <laughs> what would you say the Bucks were? In, in defensive rating. The Bucks right now are one, and the Lakers are three. Uh, and the Raptors are two, so it's it's kind of hard to find somebody from the Raptors that deserves it. So I think it's either between Giannis and Anthony Davis. I gave Davis the slight edge because I think Brooke Lopez is also up there too in uh, you know Defensive Player of the Year. Okay, I almost want to. But there's go no as other Lakers. As, is what I'm. Is, that, that's my only point. No, I almost want to go as far as saying that I think Giannis will lose more votes in MVP than I w- than Defensive Player of the Year. Interesting. So you think he takes both? Oh, I think he takes both for sure, yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be cool for him. I'd be, I'd be all up for that. I think also the Lakers, people might think the Lakers need to get something too. More than just like All-NBA. They're going to have two players in All-NBA team. They're going to be like the only team. that I'm just, with the, I'm just with saying, I think that mentality is out there. But hey, Nick, they're going to get the title. If there is a title. Oh, oh, okay, most improved. I think this goes to Brandon Ingram. I don't think there's really even any other. I mean, you could you can make the Luka Doncic case for sure. Yeah. You can make the Trey Young case probably. Um, you can yeah. make a Devontae Graham case, even though he's kind of fallen off. You can make a really weird Markel Fultz case, but um, Brandon Ingram, I Ooh, think. I'm, I'm here for that angle. The Markel Fultz angle is he went from an unplayable player to a playable player, right? Like the, the gap between where he was as being a negative and then, you know, not even playing to it's almost you're almost giving him comeback player of the year with the most improved award, right? With Markel Fultz. And he became, you know, their point guard. So his angle of Luka Doncic, I don't think this I don't think this should even be a conversation. I think it definitely will, but I think it should be in the bag. Luka gets this award. He moved from I mean, just looking at the jump he had from last year to this year, right now. Last year he averaged twenty three points. Eight rebounds, six assists. Right now, he's averaging thirty-one points. Ten? No, it's per thirty-six. My bad. Where I was gonna say he didn't average twenty-three points last year. Last year, he averaged twenty-one points, yeah. seven rebounds, six assists. Right now, he's averaging twenty-eight points, nine rebounds, eight assists. He has the. He's in the MVP conversation. We're talking about a top five, six player in the league. He has his team in the you know, five, top five or six teams in the West. Seven. They're in seven right now. I just think what he's done, the leap up to the MVP category and where he's, yeah, I just think it's all, I don't think this should even be like, I think people are going to overthink this and it should, they shouldn't. This is Luca's award. Oh yes. No. And I'm saying Brandon Ingram is going to get it. I'm not saying I would give it to him. I think I would give it to Luca, but I think there's the, there's the stigma that, well, Luca just got the ball more, right? He got, he's got the ball. He became the point guard this year for real. You know, he got some help and he became a better player where Brandon Ingram, people were writing off Brandon Ingram left and right last year. He was just not even a player. People thought was, you know, had the potential to be an all-star even. And then he became one, right? Again, this has been my argument the whole time is that the gap between, where Brandon Ingram was and where he is this year between where Luca was and where Luca is this year is bigger. And that's what I think voters are going to do. And I think they'll give it to Brandon Ingram. But. See, I, I, I lean towards 
Doncic mainly because I believe that, but also because I look at the past winners of the award too, and Giannis and Jimmy Butler and Jokic, and it's when these guys turned into actual stars, like superstars in the league, yeah. up there to that top fifteen player. I think Brandon Ingram became yeah, an all star. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Brandon Ingram went from you know what a top fifty player to a top. 30 players? I don't even even think that. I mean, remember at the time of the Anthony Davis trade where people like yourself were trashing the, you know, the the amount of players that, you know, the Pelicans got. It's like, no, none of these guys are going to be stars. And Lonzo and Ingram, you know, all these broke players. And then all of a sudden, Brandon Ingram becomes an all-star. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think there's a difference between squeaking in as an all-star and being an MVP all-star starter like Luca. Squeaking in. Yeah, I I just think there's a difference there. I I love what Ingram he's has still done made it sure. in the West. You know, exact. I'm not I'm not trying to take away from because I like what he's done and I like watching him play. It's just I think what somebody jumping from no All Star up to being an All Star starter and MVP player and the stats back yeah. it and the team is in like you know, top seven you know in the playoffs right now. I think that's that's huge. I mean, but. don't make me argue against Luca. I mean. <laughs> What are we doing here? Okay, coach of the year quickly. Uh, I think it goes Nick Nurse. I don't think there's any other one that I think Bud gets consideration for sure. Yeah, I just I think Nick Nurse is the narrative is so strong with losing Kawhi and becoming technically a better regular season team without him. Uh, I think that is just such a strong case. The way that his team plays, how you know they really do rely on coaching because they've missed so many players due to injury. You know, all their rotation players have missed 10, 15 games here and there, and it's not been all at the same time either. Uh, Bud will get consideration, you know, because the the Bucks are so good. Spolstro with the Heat, Taylor Jenkins with the Grizzlies, in the, kind of the same way that that Nick Nurse will. Uh, Frank Vogel with the Lakers because of the non drama. I mean, right? Like just the fact that he's gone through this all whole year, the, all the off the court stuff that they went through. China, um, stop, stop. Frank Vogel stop, leading them through, stop. you know, the tragedy of Kobe, and stop. It's just stop. all the off the court stuff. Vogel, Don't you bring good. Kobe into this? Billy Donovan with the Thunder. <laughs> I think should also probably sure, yeah. get some consideration, but I think Nick Nurse runs away with it. All right. I think if Milwaukee could have hit the 70 mark, which is going to be sad if they yeah. hit people. Well, okay. Well, nobody's going to hit that now. But yeah. if you know, if they if they it would have been sad if they hit like 68 wins and he still didn't win coach of the year and Nick Nurse, you know, won that over him. But yeah, I think it's Nick Nurse for everything he said. That would have been his third coach of the year though, Coach Butt. Uh, he'd be like the Peyton Manning with coaches. But Peyton eventually won it, though. He'd so. be like the John Madden of coaches, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's true. All right, coming up, let's get into the All-NBA awards. These are the ones that we haven't really talked about yet. Um, All-defense, all-rookie, all that kind of stuff coming up next. All right, Isaac, let's get into the rest of these awards for the rest of our time here. Hey, you didn't do executive of the year? I think it's Lawrence you, Frank. You want to do it? Yeah, yeah, I think it's Lawrence Frank of the Clippers. Yeah. Also, how many players are how many teams are there in all rookie? Two. There's two teams all rookie. Let's just get rid of all rookie first because I think it's just a complete crapshoot. I mean, it's I so it's, my first team is John Morant, Zion Williamson, Kendrick Nunn, Rui Hachimura, and Brandon Clark. Interesting. It's my first team. Zion's played 19 games. I'm throwing him in there. Oh yeah, I think Zion and Ja have to be in there for sure. He's just been so much better than all the other guys. Uh, my second team is RJ Barrett, Eric Pascal, Kobe White, Terrence Davis, and Tyler Hero. I was waiting for Kobe White on this. I'm like, you better be putting. He's got to be in there, yeah. Uh, you did, said Tyler Hero, right? I did say Tyler Hero and Terrence Davis of the Raptors. I think too. He's the only guy not averaging double digit points on here, but I think that 
his impact on the Raptors has been, you know, good. I know good enough we like to, to make fun of the we like to make fun of the Knicks, but RJ Barrett has to be considered a little bit. He's second team for me. I got I, Oh, okay, okay. You him said him, my bad. Yep. Well, who do we have different? Did you put Tybal? I have Tybal. Oh, yeah, I don't have Tybal. Okay. I have Tybal on uh my second team. Did you put Eric Pascal? Put Pascal on the second team. So who do you not have on second team? Terrence Davis. Well, I need one more. I need one more person for my second team, and I was like debating between a bunch of dudes, but because I had Ja, I had Zion. Who do you, I had okay, Kobe. let's just go through. Who do you have on your first team? Is it the yeah, same? Ja, Ja, Zion. No, I had Kobe White in my first team. Uh, R.J. Barrett and Tyler Hero. And on then the I first had, team. Yeah. I don't really like how I did this. Kendrick Nunn starting on the starting on a playoff team. I yeah, know it's I'd put kind Nunn of a ceremonial starting spot, but I'd put Nunn in there. My bad. Uh, and Brandon um, Clark. Yeah, I have Brandon Clark on there too. Brandon Clark, Tybal, Pascal, Washington. The only yeah, one I, I don't didn't have put PJ on there Washington was, either was Rui. And for some reason, I thought he missed a bunch of games. And well, I guess he is averaging thirteen and six. Yeah. But he's good. Yeah, I guess Rui'd have to be on there. He's okay. good. There's all my rookie stuff. So basically, yeah, it's a uh, no Cam Reddish. I just want to make sure I didn't know. No, that tw- that one twenty eight point game did not get Cam Reddish on. By the way, Kobe White without those three thirty point games, would he be on there for you? I don't know yeah, if he would. I don't he's know a, if he would be. Season, get out of here. I don't know if he would. He's be. a steal. He is a steal. Uh, okay, I don't want to talk too much more about rookie. Uh, all defense. This was tough for me. Oh god, this is all defense is always hard because to be perfectly honest, I'm I don't feel like I have a good grasp of understanding how good defenders are, and you have to and to do that, like I know how good defenders are in the Mavericks because I watch every single game, but to understand yeah. how good defenders are across the league, like you have to really watch footage, and so I'm kind of taken from a lot of takes from a lot of people. Um, I was gonna say I didn't even do this one. I'm just letting you take okay. it, and then I'll chime. So in. here's my here's my you know rudimentary <laughs> two teams: Marcus Smart, Ben Simmons, and they do do two guards, two forwards, and a center on all defense. Marcus yes. Smart and Ben Simmons is the guards. Giannis and Anthony Davis is the forwards, and then mm-hmm. I have Rudy Gobert as the center. Feels pretty airtight. I don't know if there's many players. Could Porzingis you... get any love over no. Gobert? No. Um. <laughs> That was a Sodom Shamer frame from yesterday, but no, he will not get. Uh, and then my second team is just players I think are good at defense that I think have had good years. Kyle Lowry and Chris Paul. The Raptors are the second best defense in the NBA. Somebody's got to make it on here. Uh, Chris Paul you know, has, has had a really good defensive year this year. Jason Tatum. The Celtics are fourth in defensive rating. I think he deserves to be on here. Pascal Siakam I also threw on, and then Bam Adebayo. That's good. I was going to say Bam should get some love on there somewhere. There's probably cases you can make for a lot of – I mean, probably Kawhi will get on here just because of name recognition. Uh, but It's going to suck And they're for fifth Miami. in defense rating, by the way. So When you're looking at awards for Miami, that there's a there's a chance that they just walk away with nothing. I know. As far as like anything. And they're going to be a really good – you know, possibly, what, the fourth seed in the East if we come back and – like getting Jimmy Butler, depending on how you work out some positions, getting Jimmy Butler on all NBA team and like even third team is kind of difficult. And they might just be looking at like a Kendrick Nunn or Tyler Hero for a one of the all rookie teams, and that's all. They'll they probably have. both make it, but the yeah, well the the, the the Heat are more like you know a collective group, right? You have Dragic, Butler, Bam, you know, like you have a bunch of guys, like Duncan Robinson, bunch of guys doing things, whereas. Some of these other teams, like the Mavericks, you have Luka, who's just a standout player above all the rest, and so he's going to get stuff, whereas some of these other 
aren't, you know? Yeah. Um, when you do it in the team way, you don't get individual awards. It's kind of how it works. All right. All NBA. We could probably do a whole podcast on this, but let's just get through this. Mm. Um, it was first, it, it was impossible. Shouldn't be a shouldn't be a discussion, right? Yeah, it was impossible for me to remove any of these players from first team. Two guards, Luca and James Harden. Okay, the only thing that would would remove Luca or James Harden is if LeBron would be a guard, which he is a point guard, but he's been a forward his entire career listed on these ballots, and so I just yeah. threw him in there as a forward. So I put Luca and Harden, LeBron and Giannis, and Anthony Davis. See, I did the whole yeah. I put Anthony Davis at power forward spot and mainly because and you took out LeBron no I put Anthony Davis on second team oh you did okay yeah who's your center on uh, first team then Joel Embiid I put him on third third yeah but I have Anthony Dang, Davis well, okay. on first so that already knocks him back one right I'd I kind of dove into the Jokic versus Embiid stuff, and Embiid just has better stats than everything. Of but Jokic the Nuggets basically. are just so much better of a team. That True. I give, I give Jokic credit in that way. I, I would take Embiid's defense over Jokic. True. All the stats are better than Jokic. Jokic has been way clutcher. He also started off the year bad, right? And Embiid's kind of now ending the season bad. So it doesn't, it, you know, the momentum True. is behind Jokic in that way. I have Jokic on second team. I have Joel Embiid third team for center. And I have Anthony Davis one. I think Anthony Davis played enough center that he could be a center. Okay. I don't don't think they'll consider him a center, though. The fact that they start him with Dwight Howard and they play him with Howard and McGee and stuff. They might not. And he won't make it over LeBron or Giannis. No, I don't think so. Uh, Second team. This started started the interesting debates on this. Because I have one person that I feel like you're – going to be surprised that happened. Um, okay, so I have Jokic at center. We already talked about that. I have Kawhi and Siakam as the power forwards. Okay. So or I as the Kawhi, forwards. I have Kawhi and Anthony Davis. Yeah. And then for my guards, I have Lowry and Chris Paul. Ooh. <laughs> wow. I'm giving it to the Wiley Vets. Second team. There's just, there's not, you know, like you can't put Bradley Beal on here. His team's not good enough. You can't put... You know, Steph Curry, he's not playing. You can't put Kyrie. Like, there's just so many guys that are out right now. Like, you can't put Kemba. He's missed so many games. Like, Kemba's missed. He, he's only played eight more games than Paul George. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I actually have so two many guys, guys that you haven't even mentioned yet as my two. As your two guards? Yeah. Okay. Who do you have? Damian Lillard and Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Let's go. Yeah. So, I did I did the player comparison. I did a player comparison <laughs> of six players. I did Lillard, oh, Lowry, man. Mitchell, Jamal Murray, Kemba, and Westbrook. And I just think, I hate that I'm backing Westbrook on this, but what he's done statistically, do you do you also know, this one surprised me the most. <laughs> Russell Westbrook has a better shooting per, field goal percentage than all the, than Lillard, Lowry, Mitchell, Murray, and Kemba. Does he take less threes? Well, yeah, for sure. That's why. I mean, he's, he's, going, yeah, he's going to the cup all the time. Also, the other guys are taking threes, right? Like field goal percentage, that's why... A lot of but like, analytics made guys about say field goal percentage shouldn't even matter because if you're taking more threes, if you're taking, if you're shooting 37 percent from three, it's going to take down your you know field goal percentage no matter what. But in our heads, it's this whole like Russ shoots stupid shots all the time, and he has all these bad shooting percentages. He's actually cha- like changed that curve of him of saying, "Yeah, I'm not going to hit three, so I'm not even going to take them anymore." Yeah, he is at he's on, he's averaging 3.8 so a game. Why is DeRozan it, not on here? 
DeRozan has better numbers than because a lot of those DeRozan other guys. DeRozan's team sucks because <laughs> <laughs> it's the freaking Spurs and the you know going down. I just think what Westbrook has done. Yeah, he's averaging more, you know, one less point than Dame, but he's averaging twenty-seven points, eight, eight rebounds, seven assists, forty-seven percent from the field. He's taking more shots than all of those guys. He's taking twenty-two, almost twenty-three shots a game right now. So, I just I, I don't like taking up for him, but I think what he's done over the past two months for the Rockets, especially when Harden's kind of went in and out a little bit. I think he's changed his game a little bit, and I, I think he should be rewarded for that. I was I was saying he should have been an All Star before you know All Star stuff came out, and he did. And I think he should be one of the All NBA guys too. Man, what's your like? Is your only argument against Westbrook not being on here because he sucks at threes? <laughs> no, I have him on third team <laughs> because his team's like I mean the team's really good. I have and him on he third team. Crazy numbers. I have him on third team. I just think that what Lowry and Chris Paul have done for their teams is more important than what Westbrook is doing for his team relative to how good they are. Like the Thunder and the Rockets have the same number of wins, right? And they, and the Rockets yep. have James Harden, right? So I just, I like, I put Lowry and Chris Paul ahead of him. I have Russell Westbrook third team. Okay. Where'd you have Damian Lillard? I don't have him on here. This man is like in the playoff hunt. For this A spot, and he's averaging twenty nine a game. I know they have twenty nine wins. I just, I agree. Yeah, I man, like that's eleven less wins than the Rockets and the Thunder, and and that's a, it's twelve less wins than the Jazz. I mean, that's a lot, right? And for sure, at some point you have to. Man, that's just so hard. Okay, so my third team, I have Mitchell and Westbrook. Okay, because I didn't get Gobert on here, and so I had to have a, I had to have a Jazz. I, I also, you know take that into consideration you know if a team is good you have to have some some kind of representative i think so i put mitchell on here instead of uh instead of damian loader basically and this kind of depends on how you know we view it too of if you want to reward kind of go the all-star stuff if you want to reward you know guys like a devin booker a lot of people are going to be pushing for trey young and i even looked at last year's all nba team you know um winners i guess selections and you know the first two teams pretty much all players from winning teams the third team is where it gets funky and you get a couple players in there normally that are, you know like lebron you know was third team last year but the team sucked blake griffin was on there they you know they squeaked into the playoffs i think but uh, blake griffin was on there it wasn't you know just the top teams in the league so if there is one of these guys like Brad Bill, Brad Bill's averaging thirty a game yeah. right now, and I mean I could hear that case. You know, Trey Young, people will try to make that case too. But I lean your direction too. I would rather reward somebody like Kyle Lowry for everything he's doing for Toronto, who's you know averaging basically twenty a game, nineteen point eight or something seven. So I have uh, I have Lowry and Donovan Mitchell as my two. Okay, so you don't have Chris Paul in here at all. No, I really wanted to. It's I really, really wanted to because I think he should. It's really weird. I've bashed Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook for so long, I but I feel like now they're getting underappreciated for what they're doing. And well, Chris Paul's gained a little bit. In the same vein as Dwight Powell, they've been put in better roles, right? Chris Paul is yeah. better as the wily vet with you know some younger guys around him to tr- to you know to carry the load when he's off the floor. But then Chris Paul just comes in and clutch and kills it. And then Westbrook yeah. just literally spread out the floor and let it let him drive, and that's what he's gonna do. So. Um, my forwards on the third team were Jason Tatum and Chris Middleton. Uh, I wanted Middleton. Middleton and Jimmy Butler, I wanted them on there so bad. I know. It's, I just, it's one of the two. But it's it's also one of these things where I had Anthony Davis at forward, so yeah. it pushes people down. So I had Siakam. You know, he, 
Like if they put Anthony Davis as as a forward, which I think they will, that means Kawhi, Anthony Davis, or Siakam, one of those three is going to be on the third team, and that's just not right. I know they should they should do away with positions. Uh, which still, I mean, you're looking at Jokic or Embiid being on third team at that point if they did that route anyway. But um, so yeah, I have Siakam, and then I have Jason Tatum. At the beginning, I had Kimba Walker as one of my guards, but then when I really looked into Kimba yeah. Tatum, I'm like, okay, I'd rather give that to Lowry, and Boston still has somebody in Tatum. Tatum has had, had a really good year, by the way, and it's not just like Boston hypeness over it. Speaking of that, I had a what's worse for you on the game pod the other day, and it was like Chris Mannix versus somebody else, and now I can't remember. It's just like your favorite media people. My favorite? Chris Mannix versus uh, Skip Bayless? <laughs> <laughs> Which which is worse, Nick. Which is worse. Um, and then for the center spot for me, I, I, I this is kind of going to your Anthony Davis thing. I really, really want Sabonis here. Oh, and I know. His percent, <laughs> like it says Miles Turner on basketball reference, which that's not the you know, tell-all of everything. Miles <laughs> Turner is 100% at center, but also says Sabonis has, is like 78% at center. Yeah, also. he plays their backup center, right? Like when Miles Turner goes out, Sabonis stays in and he's the center. So... I want Sabonis, but if Sabonis can't, then Gobert goes there. Yeah, yeah, I left Gobert out. I have Joel Embiid there in the third team. Um, Sixers have to be represented at some point. I mean, by one of the two guys. I don't know if Ben Simmons on here, but I threw Joel Embiid yeah. on. Um, so, yeah, there you go. My first team, Harden, Luka, LeBron, Giannis, Anthony Davis. Kind of cheated, but I think he'll get on as center because he's played enough. Second team, Lowry, Chris Paul, Kawhi, Pascal Siakam, Nikola Jokic. Third team, Donovan Mitchell, Russell Westbrook, Jason Tatum, Chris Middleton, Joel Embiid. That means my snubs are Damian Lillard, Rudy Gobert, both the Heat guys and Bam and Jimmy Butler, Kemba Walker, Damana Sabonis, Bradley Beal, and then I guess Trey Young. <laughs> yeah. People get mad if you don't mention Trey Young for things. Okay, go uh, go through yours real quick and then we'll finish. Uh, first team, Luca, James Harden, LeBron, Giannis, uh, Joel Embiid. I think AD is a forward. <laughs> Damian Lillard, Westbrook, Kawhi, AD, Jokic, second team. And then I have Kyle Lowry, Donovan Mitchell, Siakam, Jason Tatum, and Rudy Gobert as the third team. Obviously, this goes without saying at this point in the year since it's March and there's no games being played, but what a weird year, right? Like Without Durant, without Curry, without Clay, without... You know, Kyrie, like it's just so weird. Like some of these guys getting on here, Donovan Mitchell, um, you know, Chris Paul again, Kyle Lowry coming back again. It's just so weird that like Luca is an automatic number, like first team. There's no questions asked. It's just so wild, like the year that we've had this year. Uh, and that's what that's that's a, another thing we have to remember too that if Steph comes back next year and has this monster year, Blake Griffin then, out too, Paul George injury. Yeah. If Steph comes back next year and has this monster year, like there's a small chance that Luca might not be an All Star starter next year, even though if he has a crazy amount of um, like a crazy year and stuff. Because yeah, Steph, I I think he yeah we got to make him an All Star captain next year. I mean that's that's the goal. I mean he has to reach that point next year, and that will be our lifelong goal as the as the pod is to make that happen. Yeah, always, always, always. But yeah, what a crazy year. There you go. That's our awards. As if the season were to just finish right now and they would give out the awards next so uh guys remember we're doing a live hot mic stream live mailbag tonight on thursday 8 p.m central time check twitter and you'll see us on there use the code nick van exit when you download the app it helps us get paid oh we really appreciate it guys thanks so much for listening to lockdown maps peace out boom boom